Hey y'all, what is up? What is happening? How are all the things? Welcome back to Shades of Strong, where we ain't never scared to talk about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break. The Strong Black Woman. I'm your girl Cheryl, and it's been a minute, right? Listen, I legit came in from the end of a seasonal break. Introduce y'all to the Not Your Superwoman miniseries, dropped the first episode, and disappeared for about a month. Like, for real. Who freaking does that, right? <laughs> so here's the deal. My brother was diagnosed with cancer earlier this year, and he passed away two days before Thanksgiving. So I seriously needed a minute. Honestly. The superwoman that lies dormant in me desperately wanted to keep going and pretend like my world wasn't falling apart. But the human in me said, Cheryl, take a moment, take a few moments. So that's what I did. I took some time to really sit with my feelings, sit with the unanswered questions, and just took some time to really honor my grief. As a matter of fact, I am still doing all of those things. It just looks different from what it did about a month ago. So yeah. Anyway, I am back with episode two of the Nacho Superwoman mini series, and I am grateful that um, that I am here first of all, and that you guys are here with me. So I want to say thank you for your patience and waiting for me. Um, that means a lot to me. So yeah, I'm back with episode two of the Not Just Superwoman miniseries. And surprisingly, it couldn't have come at a better time because it's all about giving yourself permission to cry, feel, and heal. And as you guys know, the Not Just Superwoman miniseries is all about uncaping, unmasking, and un uncaping, unmasking, and unhiding. So, but anyway, before we dive into it, I want to make sure that you guys are following us and engaging with us on your favorite social media platform. We are Shades of Strong everywhere. And also in the coming weeks, we are going to be showing our appreciation for you engaging with us by randomly selecting individuals or selecting listeners to um, send some of our Not Your Superwoman merchandise to. So if you want to be in that number, be sure to drop us a meaningful comment on some of our posts on your favorite social media platform all right so yeah let's get into it so yeah i'm super excited about this topic because again i lost my brother and i'm not excited that i lost my brother <laughs> no but this topic is all about filling the fields this episode is all about filling the fields and so yeah like i said i went through that recently when my when my brother passed and so i want to start by asking you a question like seriously, and I want you to think about like, when was the last time you cried? When was the last time you allowed yourself space to really feel an authentic emotion, to really sit with hurt and pain? When was the last time you did that and you didn't feel guilty about it? Like, I really want you to take a few minutes to just really sit with that question for a moment, because as Black women, we don't do a lot of that. And even when we do, 
I can tell you from personal experience that we often find ourselves feeling guilty about it or ashamed. We don't want people to know that we cry and that, that we feel. There's so much guilt attached to that. So I want to ask you a qu another question. <laughs> Why is that? Why is it that we feel guilty about experiencing an emotion? Why is it that Black women don't feel like we can fall apart? when life happens, when tragedy strikes, when we find, find ourselves drowning in the middle of our own lives? Why do we feel like we got to have our shit together all the time? Why do we feel like we cannot have a moment when we don't have our shit together? I think it's because we become accustomed to using our smiles to mask what we're, re what we're really feeling. You know, I think it's that whole I smile to keep from crying thing. Our smiles, our smiles mask all of our stuff, the childhood trauma, the self-loathing, the lack of worthiness, the pain and the shame of broken relationships, the feelings of not being enough. And I'd be willing to bet <laughs> that all that hiding and masking started in childhood. Maybe it started with a you're okay when you fail and scrape your knee or a stop that crime before I give you something to cry about. You know, our mothers were famous for that. You better stop that crime before I give you something to cry about. For me personally, it came from my mom. Like my parents divorced when I was young and in my eyes, my dad could do no wrong. So when, when he left, I missed him. I missed him dearly. I can remember crying every single day that he was gone and we always ate dinner together. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably heard me tell this story, but we ate dinner together every day. And so I would cry every time it was, it was dinner time. I would cry. I would come to the table with tears in my eyes because I missed having dinner with him. And I can remember one time coming to the, to the table. And just as I was about to pull the chair out, my mom gave me this stern look and she, and she said, don't you start that crying today. And I didn't, <laughs> I had a lump in my throat and I held back the tears. And from that day, I learned to suppress my feelings. I, I felt like it wasn't safe to, it wasn't safe or it wasn't appropriate to express what I was really feeling. Even, even if I was dying on the inside, even if my heart and my soul was breaking, I felt like it just wasn't appropriate. And so from that day, I learned, I, I felt like, okay, just just keep it to yourself. And so I learned to suck it up. And so, you know, may, maybe you have a similar story or maybe you don't. Whatever the case may be, someone or some circumstance made you feel like it was unsafe to express an authentic emotion somewhere on life's journey, if you really think about it, someone convinced you that being angry is unattractive. Someone made you believe that asking for help is a sign of weakness. So we took on this role of superwoman. <laughs> we took on this role, we took on this role of caping and masking. And so now in 2020, going into 2021, it's time to uncape. It's time to unmask. It's time to unhide. Actually, it's been time to do those things. 
And so my, my purpose for starting this series is to help us do that, to help us uncape, unmask, and unhide. So whoever it was, whoever it is that convinced you of this belief, either directly or indirectly, is wrong, was wrong. Feelings and emotions are meant to be felt and fully experienced. We are human. We are human and we are meant to feel. That's what humans do. When we are constantly running from our emotions, constantly hiding from them, constantly masking them, and, and it, it just, it honestly just becomes exhausting. Like, think about it when you get up in the mornings and you gotta adorn yourself <laughs> with this cake, you gotta adorn yourself with this mask every single day. It becomes mentally and emotionally draining, pretending to be something that you are, that you're not. When you focus your energy on numbing your feelings rather than processing them and finding strategies to deal with what's going on with you, it prevents you from living a, a, a fulfilled life. It, it keeps you from, from thriving in life. And it, it keeps you from living a meaningful life. So we, we have to get to a point where, we, where we're not afraid to deal with the hurt, the frustration, the pain, the sadness, the anger. Because all of these things are natural and healthy parts of the human experience. <laughs> these are natural parts of life. And as Black women, we have to be okay with experiencing those things. We have to get to a point where we are uncomfortable with suppressing these emotions so that we can thrive and live a full and meaningful life. Because feeling emotion, crying, verbally expressing how we feel, all of these things are normal human behavior. This is normal stuff, y'all. <laughs> and we should not be feeling guilty and ashamed because we express an emotion. And I get it. Like, I truly do get it because because we, we work on these jobs where, you know, as Black women, you know, if we're labeled, we're always labeled for something. If, if, if we speak up, you know, we're labeled angry, aggressive, all the things. Like, I, t I, I, do, I do get it. So I, I'm not sitting in judgment, but I'm saying that we have to do a better job with feeling the feels. So yeah, let me get back to what I was saying. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> So yeah, feeling emotion, crying, verbally expressing how you feel, all of these things are normal, normal human behavior. So if someone walks up to you and, and says that you are too sensitive because you are crying, because you are verbally expressing how you feel, because, because whatever, whatever the case may be, you tell them with boldness and authority that I am a functioning human being who has not cut herself off from the human experience, who has not cut herself off from what she feels, period. Because that's what humans do, okay? Because <laughs> here's the deal, y'all. Emotion, see, we have, we have this idea where we feel like there are good and bad emotions, but emotions are not good or bad. Emotions are just 
emotion. They are simply just emotions. But we have become so accustomed to faking the funk so we don't even know how to feel them. We have no idea how to feel or how to experience an emotion. And we are so afraid. And even if we do know how to, how to feel them, we are so afraid of feeling them because we, we don't, we're afraid that if we do feel them, we'll get stuck there. If I allow myself to go into this space of actually feeling and experiencing an emotion, what if I can't come out of that space? I get it because I've been there. If I, if I allow myself to fall apart, what if I can't pick myself up? I've been there. I've been there. I have been so broken in my life that I, um, that I was afraid to cry because I'm like, if I start crying, I don't know if I'll be able to stop. So I get it. So today I want to offer you a few, a few strategies of how you can feel the feels and not get stuck there. You know what I'm saying? How you can feel the feels and not get stuck there because emotions are not bad. They're not good or bad. They're just emotions and all of our emotions have a purpose. So, but the first thing I want you to know is that strong black women feel things. We feel things. And everything we feel is valid. How many times has something happened in your life and you have found yourself staring in the mirror, stare, staring in the mirror, mouthing the words, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Why am I crying about this? Suck it up, girl. You're stronger than this. I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> I've said those words. I cannot tell you how many times I've looked in the mirror and said, Cheryl, get your shit together. I cannot tell you how many times I've said, girl, suck it up. I've literally looked in the mirror, stood in the mirror, face front, and said those things to myself. Like, who am I to tell myself that my feelings are not valid? Who are you to say to yourself that your feelings are not valid? When you say those things to yourself, you are invalidating your feelings. And my dear friends, my sister, you have a right to feel whatever you're feeling in any given moment. And when you do not allow yourself to feel, you are depriving yourself of that. You are, in essence, saying my feelings don't matter. You are saying I don't matter. So here's the deal. There is no right or wrong way to feel when life happens. You feel how you feel. And nobody gets to tell you what that looks like. Nobody gets to tell you you can only cry for a day. Nobody gets to tell you you can't scream. Nobody gets to tell you you can't punch a hole in the wall. Nobody gets to tell you how to feel about what's happening to you. Only you get to tell you how to experience hurt and pain. You get to do that. Nobody else gets to do that for you but here's the deal you get to do it and you need to do it <laughs> you cannot continue to suppress this thing because once again strong black women feel we feel we have emotion but like i said like i said earlier we have become so accustomed to just going through the motion to walking around with the mask you know, I'm pretending like we're good when we're not. 
And with that, that is a miserable existence. It is a miserable existence. And we cannot continue to live that way because our emotions exist to teach us, to grow us. And when, and when we suppress them, when we invalidate them, when we judge them, we miss out on the opportunity for our emotions to teach us and for our, our emotions to grow us. So today, like I said before, I want to offer you a few strategies that have worked for me. And these strategies are going to help you take back your power of feeling the feels, but not getting stuck there. Because once again, strong black women feel. So here's the deal. When life happens and emotions arise, what you the first thing you need to do is take a moment to check in with yourself. And it's not going to be easy. This is going to take a concerted effort. It's going to take a deliberate effort to check in with yourself and say, hey, this thing just happened to me. What am I feeling in this moment? And you're going to need to be very specific about what you're feeling. Very specific. What, what specifically am I, what's, <laughs> what specifically am I feeling? What, what specifically happened to cause me to feel what I'm feeling? For example, I am feeling sad because fill in the blank. And here's the important part about this state. It is so important for you to name the emotion that you're experiencing. And it's also very, very, very important for you not to say that you are the emotion. You cannot, it's, it's important that you not say, I am sad. Because when you say, I am sad, or when, when you say, I am sad, what you're doing is you are becoming the emotion. And you never want to become the emotion because when you become the emotion, that's when you get stuck in the emotion. So you want to make a deliberate effort to say, I am feeling sad. I am feeling angry. Not I am angry, not I am sad. I am feeling this emotion. Because your words have power. And you never want to become the emotion. When you become the emotion, that's when you get stuck there. Number two, <laughs> you want to carve out time to allow yourself time to fully experience emotion. Here's what works for me. And you can do, do this however you want to do. But what I do is I allow myself in most circumstances, and this is going to vary depending on what's happening. In most circumstances, I allow myself 24 hours to feel whatever I'm feeling about that circumstance. Because setting the intention keeps me from getting stuck in the emotion. When I allow myself, okay, so this thing happened. Let's just say it was a breakup and my boyfriend cheated on me. So I allow myself 24 hours. Okay, sure, you got 24 hours to feel what you're feeling about this breakup. And because of setting the intention for me to feel the feels for that particular situation helps me from getting stuck in that pain. Now, you may need multiple 24-hour sessions. But even in that, you need to spread out those 24-hour sessions. So you don't want to do 
two 24 hour two back-to-back 24 hour sessions because because then you've spent 48 hours um you spent you've spent 48 hours in that particular circumstance so this is what worked for me you figure out what works for you this is what works for me i cannot spend 48 hours feeling a feel that doesn't work for me you figure out what works for you i try and spread it out as much as I can, like I say, it may I may need multiple 24-hour sessions, but again, I try and spread them out, and I also try to make sure that those 24 hours is as productive as possible. I am not going to spend 24 hours waddling. I am very deliberate during that 24 hours, so I'm asking a hard question. I am making a deliberate effort to fill the field by asking the hard questions. I'm asking myself, what stories am I telling myself about the circumstance? Is there any truth to the stories that I am telling myself? If there's no truth to it, how can I free myself of the stories that I'm telling myself? Because that's how we, that's also how we get stuck in the emotion. That's also how we get stuck in the, in the feelings, how we get stuck in the circumstance, how we cannot free ourselves from it because we, because of the lies that we attach to the circumstance. So during my, during my, um, during the time that I carve out, to fully experience the emotion, I make a deliberate effort to acknowledge the lies that I'm telling myself about that particular situation. So I'm a, so although I'm I'm allowing myself to feel the feels, I'm not just feeling. I'm making sure that that I that the time that I have carved out is productive time. Because what you're trying to do is heal heal the hurt. You want to feel the hurt and you want to heal the hurt. So make sure that that is, that is productive. So ask the hard questions during this time that you have carved out. Make sure that you are acknowledging the lies that you're telling yourself about the situation, even if it's a death. Even if, even if it's a death, because let me tell you, even if it's a death of a loved one and you're grieving, lies are going to come up. The if a coulda, woulda, shouldas are going to come up. So you want to make sure that you are asking yourself the, the hard question and you are acknowledging the stories that you're telling yourself about the circumstance. And then you want to acknowledge if there are any truth attached to those stories. And if there are no truths attached to the stories, how can I free myself from these stories that I'm telling myself about the circumstance? The last thing that, that I find that works for me when I am working to fill the fields without getting stuck in the field is I ask myself, what is one thing that I can do right now to begin to move past this situation? Just one thing, one thing that I can do right now, and it doesn't have to be anything huge. What is one thing that I can do to move past the situation? Because that one thing jump starts the healing process. So those are just a few things that I do that have worked for me when I decided to stop repressing my feelings. Like I said, that that situation with my mom happened several years ago when I was a kid. I couldn't have been no more than about nine or 10 years old, but that's where it started. And I carried that over into adulthood. Into, um, adulthood. And I'm not side-eyeing anybody because we do the best, we do the best we can with the information and the resources that we have available to us. My mom didn't mean any harm. 
I would be willing to bet that she was ultimately trying to protect me. So I'm not side-eyeing her. I'm not judging her. And nor am I side-eyeing or judging anyone who has indirectly did done that to you. I'm just saying now is the time for us to recognize that it happened and to free ourselves from repressing our feelings and our emotions and giving ourselves and give ourselves permission to do that. Because here's the deal. The world will have you believing that if you feel an emotion or if you allow yourself to experience pain or experience um, hurt, that you're a crybaby or that you have thin skin, that if, if you are angry or you allow yourself to experience anger, that means you don't have self-control or that you're difficult or aggressive or crazy even. Or if you ask for help or, or you feel experience some form of fear that that equates weakness but all of those things are furthest from the truth because here's the deal you can be strong and be hurt you can be strong and feel pain you can be strong and cry you can be strong and grieve you can be strong and crave companionship and affection you can be strong and be human damn it <laughs> You get to do both. You get to do all of these things. One absolutely does not negate the other. So when you are faced with the choice of being strong and being human, do both. Because being strong is being human. And humans feel. They cry. They heal. All right? All right, guys. That is episode two of the Not Your Super Superwoman mini series. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I would love to hear your takeaways and your stories. Remember that we are randomly selecting listeners who engage with us to receive Not Your Superwoman merch merchandise. So hit us up on your favorite social media plat platform. Again, we are Shades of Strong everywhere. So slide in our DMs. Comment on this episode, comment on a post, leave a, leave a voice message on our website at shadesstrong.com. You know, just whatever works for you. You know, we want to give away some stuff. All right, guys, I'm out. Thanks again for tuning in. If all goes well, I'll see you right back here next Wednesday, next Wednesday for episode three in this mini series. <laughs>